As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You bad guys with good credit. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Big Sean, what's going on? What? What's up, Matt? So much going on in this world. I'm so happy we're back in the building. We're back on the podcast. We're out for a new season. We took a little vacay for the last few weeks, good people, but we're still pumping out the shows. We're still here to teach you financial literacy. But every now and then, you know, we need we just need a refresher. Absolutely. So it's good to see you back, my brother. Lots of things been going on in the news. The world is crazy, obviously. I guess that kind of is consistent. Every year, every year, but but it seems recently there's been a lot of extra crazy going on. Yeah, one of your homeboys, Matt. You know he got he, he's he's into some kind of fickle. Your boy DJ Envy. First off, what's a fickle? Oh, he's in a little conundrum. You know, trying to push his boy and getting all the investing in real estate, and now you find out allegedly. I'll keep using the word allegedly. It was some kind of Ponzi scheme. You know, and, you know, DJ Envy was the one that helped behind it, you know, pushing it, pushing the brand. And now he's trying to not kind of distance themselves from it. But I always say this, you know, we teach financial literacy, Matt. We've been doing this for seven years and we do it in class with our my nonprofit, Financially Clean. And we can say on the record, not once have we ever had a show where we're soliciting people and people have come on our show. People have sent us emails all the time, want to solicit their products and what they do. And we, we say no, because financial literacy for us is really just to teach what we've learned along the years and really how to better manage your money. So if he was involved in like trying to get people to invest in something that he didn't even believe in, where I heard he allegedly he lost money, I think that's awful. Well, I, I would come at it from a different angle. For the record, um, I mean, I know Envy a little bit. We're not like, you know, super close friends. Oh, but you're dissing yourself too? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just being <laughs> truthful. But I would say this, uh, it's just an unfortunate situation because I, I don't believe that that man's intention was to be doing anything illegal. I don't know that, but I, I would hope because he's such a successful person, he would really have no reason or no 
incentive to be doing something other than thinking he was doing something that was on the up and up and maybe just not being aware. I don't know, but it's unfortunate because like, I feel like in general, um, the, the general nature of what he was, what I felt like he was trying to do was talk about things other than music and hip hop and encourage people to get involved into real estate. That just alone, I think was a good thing. Now, obviously if his, Part, former partner Caesar, whatever the guy's name is, if he, if he was doing some illegal stuff, obviously that's awful, and there's ramifications and legalities that will transpire from this, and people will pay for whatever they've done wrong. But I'm not happy to see DJ Envy caught up in any of this because I think he's generally, and again, I'm not involved. I don't know how deeply what he knew or didn't know, but I I can't believe he would be involved in something like this on uh, knowingly. But, well, I would say I agree with you. I, in my, in my, I believe that he didn't know initially what he was getting involved in. But, you know, you have to be aware of who you're promoting and, like, make sure you do your homework. Because what you say, even what we say in this show, what we recommend carries our name behind it. And for what I heard, he knew that he, he was taking some losses and he should have announced. He should have made it public. Hey, I make, I'm taking some losses. This may not be going in the direction I thought it was before you, like, you know, that's how that's what happens before you get caught up in something and then it blows over like this. But I believe his intentions were initially good. And I think it just went left left field. And there may have been a time and point where he could have announced that it's going left field and, and you know, saved a little bit of humility. Um, but, yeah, I hear you. I, I, I like again, my general stance on this is I like to speak about <laughs> excuse me. I like to keep it real. And also but I like to promote the good things that I feel like we're doing in the community, either us or other folks. So when something like this goes bad, I, I, I'm not here to revel in it or, or rub anybody's nose in it. Not saying that any you would be or anybody else would be. I'm just saying my general stance is when I see something like this, if I feel like, like I don't feel like NB tried to do anything wrong and it's just sad that, you know, he's gotten caught up in something that's turned left. Right. And I, I feel bad for anybody that got caught up with the dude and lost a lot of money. And that's a, a word to the wise for all of us as consumers, as people who are giving advice, advice givers, advice listeners, people, everyone involved in the whole spectrum of life when it comes to finance. We all need to be very careful about who we're taking advice from and, and do our due diligence to research and be as well informed as possible and not just like fall for, you know, it's like years ago with Bernie Madoff, like people because he was a successful and, you know, finance person, he was selling a lot of wealthy people or, or even was it last year with the guys uh, there? Were, I'm forgetting. I don't give me, I don't want to go down the wrong path, but there was another fake guy who had a bunch of famous people investing money. I think like Steph Curry and different athletes were involved in promoting. Oh, the, you're talking about Sam, the F, FX guy. And then yeah, like the, trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he yeah. was, he was a scammer and, and Caesar, this guy sounds like a scammer, but then there's people I think who get involved because it seems as if, if it's a good thing. We got to be careful with what we involve ourselves with. And that, yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. If it's not too good to be true, then it's not more likely, most likely not true. And you just got to manage your, your pennies wisely and invest in things that you know about and understand because we all could get God very simple. So enough about DJ Envy and current events and all that. Again, feel for anybody out there that lost any money, but uh, I, I hate hearing this story all the, all the way around. But let's move on to today's topic, Sean. Today's topic 
is a subject very near and dear to our hearts, being that we are two black guys with good credit. It's the topic of credit, uh, the, the foundation of this show. And, and today's topic, more specifically, is about seven ways to consolidate credit card debt. So get out your sins and paper, people. What do you think, Well, This is a well, long overdue topic because, honestly, this is probably like when people email me or call me and ask me questions, this is probably the top question I get asked all the time. I have all this credit card debt. What do you think I should do? And I repeatedly kind of give similar advice. I don't know why over the seven years that we've been doing this show, I never thought to actually make it a show. So I'm so happy we're doing this. Um, and for, like, like Matt said, get your pen and paper ready because this one is for the note taking. All right. Well, let's get it started. Credit cards are an excellent tool for earning rewards like cashback or miles for travel. They provide an emergency source of cash. They can help lay the foundation of credit building and make a way for future purchases such as a car or a home, like future large purchases. Uh, but sometimes life happens. And before you know it, you've been using those cards a little too much and you're hmm. stuck with multiple credit card debt with varying balances. You know, planning and executing a strategy to pay down those debts can be daunting. So with multiple methods to consolidate and pay down these debts, it's important to have a really strong strategy. And that can differ from person to person. But today, we're going to explore some of the common and uncommon ways you can approach consolidating your debt. So, Sean, I'll pass it to you. Let's uh, define the topic here. Con credit card consolidation. What is that? In simple terms, Matt, credit card consolidation is a strategy in which multiple credit card balances combine into like one simple balance. It makes it easier to track since there's just one monthly payment and the due date to be concerned with. These, these consolidation strategies often come with a lower interest rate that will save you a lot of money and help you pay off your balances a lot quicker. It's really the thing that I've done many times, um, debt consolidation, credit card consolidations, and it's a way to get you, it's probably one of the first and biggest steps that could help get your finances in order. Another step people could take is a credit card debt consolidation loan. So for, for if you're not aware, basically that occurs when you take out a loan to pay down the entire debt of all your existing cards. For simplicity's sake, let's say you got three credit cards, with a balance of $1,000 on each, $3,000 in debt, you would get a loan that would be for that full amount, $3,000, and pay off your three credit card balances, now just having one singular loan for $3,000. Exactly. That illustrates really what credit card con uh, consolidation can look like. And you know how it works is that it, it's straightforward. With working with a loan officer, credit counselor, or on your own, I, you can gather all your debt, figure out what it all is, and kind of put it into one payment by putting it under one complete loan. Um, this is even what the what we teach too is not just what the 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 unfortunate do, but the rich and famous do this well to do this as well too. It may, it may not be credit card debt; it could be different types of loans that they say, you know, let me consolidate it. You should always be checking interest rates and what they stand at, and find out ways in which to lower your payment. Um, so let's with this in mind, let's let's cover some consolidating strategies, Matt. That may be accessible to you, and by no means, it's, it's not a complete list, but it may offer ideas that, that people may not have considered before. And even when I started this topic, it was like, wow, I found some interesting points that I didn't even think about. Can I ask you a question before we go into that, Sean? Sure. A lot of times when you listen to financial talk or financial, uh, you know, whether it's podcast shows like these or, 
or t- television shows, radio shows, or just finance discussion, you will hear about good debt and bad debt or people who, you know, talk about, you know, carrying debt is important, a certain amount. Like at what level, how do you determine if you need to consolidate your credit card debt? Oh, that's a good question. Very good question, Matt. It's not even on the script. Good question. How do I know myself? Well, one is I hate paying interest and finance charges. I'm always looking for offers. Right now, I have a credit card. I think the balance is a little over ten thousand, but it's a zero interest card, and it's, I don't. And the interest doesn't start till uh, June of 2024. So I know in my head, I have you know six to eight months or whatever to pay that off before I pay any interest. So I think the first thing you look at and see, like, are you paying high interest rates? on a loan or a credit card. And that to be should be your first signal. Or are your bills overwhelming you? You have multiple credit card bills and it's just a lot to handle different payments at different times. And you're only able to make minimum payments on those cards. That's a reason, that's an alert to make a debt consolidation. Or just simply being strategic, like knowing like, and to me, your money's your money. Like I say every show, you gotta keep it in your damn pocket. So it's just like, it's saying like this, if you want, you know, okay, I drink, Gatorade, let's just say. And if I see that Gatorade is selling $3 at the corner store, but it's selling $2 at the grocery store, you know, you take it to the corner store, maybe closer, but the grocery store has it cheaper. I may finally say, let me walk the little extra distance to the grocery store to save that dollar. So with a loan, it's the same thing. You can have a loan where like, oh, you're making your payments. Everything is great. But maybe if instead of paying $200 a month with that loan, you can transfer it to another bank. And they'll make you pay that same amount, that same loan for only $150. And you'll save $50 a month in interest payments. So it's really keeping abreast. And this is why it's important to keep abreast of where interest rates are, what's happening, and figuring out ways in which you can save money. One other follow-up question. I know we have a, a list here. All, all, we have, a, we have a, uh, a lesson plan for our listeners today. So I'm going a little off script again. But one other question in terms of building is like a sibling, a brother, sister, like this may be the brother to this topic. Like if you're trying to build your credit score, a lot of times it's important to keep balances on your car, on your, on your credit. Is there a certain percentage or number like of your income or of your financial plan or of your credit debt, like out of a hundred percent of the money you could spend on your credit card. Let's say you have five thousand dollars. What do you say? Your debt to loan. You want to act on yeah. your debt. So you want to know what's a good number? Well, okay. In, in straight terms of number, if you can always keep it under thirty percent, I always say you don't want to look desperate. So as long as you're not looking desperate, but the, if that cost is charging you high interest rates, like twenty, thirty percent interest credit card payments, and get rid of it. But, you know, in any situation, you don't want to be making minimum payments only. You don't want to be maxing out your credit cards because. Would you want to do business with somebody that's desperate? Would you want to do somebody that's always going to max up their card? It's just not favorable. But well, you really I, want you, you really want to reduce. You know, there's like we talked about good debt and bad debt. Like to me, good debt is a mortgage that is receiving where you're receiving like rental income, or you have a business loan and your business is able to afford and pay down that loan. You know, those to me are good and are good are or, could be or, good or intentional. Like if it's like okay, I know I want to show on my credit worthiness, like, like have a reason for it. If you're just, if you're just sitting on debt with high interest rates. Yeah. I see people saving, have a money. Yeah. People have a bunch of money in their savings account earning less than that 1% that are buried in credit card debt. Got it. So again, I appreciate uh, you um, 
giving those definitions and answers. We went a little off script, but I think those are are good uh, set off points just to set the stage before we jump into our consolidation tips, seven ways to consolidate credit card debt. So, Sean, again, I'll pass the mic to you. Why don't you kick us off with our number seven tip? And these are in no order, um, but we have seven tips for you on consolidating credit card debt. Exactly. One does not outweigh the other. These are this uh, number seven may be number one for you and number one may be number seven for you. So in no particular order, number seven, personal loans. This is one of the most common ways to consolidate your credit card debt. It's to reach out to your local bank or credit union and request a personal loan. The application process can be often completed over the phone or online. And what's great about this loan is that often offers flexible terms, typically 12 to 60 months, and establish a consistent month-to-month payment due which assists in your budgeting. And as a bonus, some financial institutions will make a payment directly to the creditors, saving you the hassle even doing that yourself. But you got to be aware that your interest rate is likely determined by the term of your loan and your credit score. Loans may be subject to the origination fees, which add to the overall cost of the loan. Often the four big metrics used in lending are income, credit score, total assets, and total debts. So when you're deciding to get a personal loan, most cases, the interest are going to be lower than your credit card because for the bank, it's less riskier because it's a set payment. So it's, an, it's a closed loan is what they call, meaning that your payments are fixed for a period of time while credit cards are open loans where it can jump up and down. So you should get a better rate and it should be locked in for the same monthly payment every month. The only downside I say to this when I recommend people to get personal loans is what happens is sometimes people get this personal loan. They're like, "Um, thank you so much, Sean. I'm making this payment. It's much lesser than all the credit cards I had combined payments. But then they'll run their credit cards back up. And then a year or two years down the loan, they're calling me back because now the credit cards are back maxed out. And then they have this other personal loan to deal with. So if you're going to deal and get a personal loan, you really have to, I always say, you really have to have you know, uh, you really have to be conditioned and disciplined to know that you can't put yourself back in a situation. So no more reckless trips, reckless purchases when you're paying off this loan. What do you got um, for number six, man? Number six, in terms of seven ways to consolidate your credit card debt, we got debt consolidation programs. A debt consolidation program is usually a service for borrowers where your credit cards are combined into a single payment. From there, you usually make a single payment to the program, which would then forward the payment directly to your creditors. Do not confuse this with a debt consolidation loan, where a loan is granted that pays off your existing debts. Your existing debts are still there, but may be more manageable. Ideally, a debt consolidation program's monthly payment is less per month than making all of your payments individually. So there's some savings in terms of your your normal expenditures. Um, This also means that more of the payment goes towards paying down your existing debt. Debt consolidation programs work with your creditors to help reduce interest rates on debts and eliminate varying fees such as late fees, though that's not promised. Some debt consolidation programs may require the closure of some or all of your cards that you're consolidating. So be sure to double check if your goal is to keep your cards you got to make sure you are able to keep those cards before you enter into a debt consolidation program. Yeah, I agree with you. And these programs can be great. And just know, too, with these programs, too, if you're missing payments and late fees, this is not going to help your credit score at all. It'll probably lower your credit score. You don't want to use a consolidated program as like a go-to thing and just a default because 
you know, it would affect future loans down the road for you and future things to do. So this is all being mindful of, although we're recommending these things, they may not help your credit score, but these are just ways to reduce your debt. The two are not synonymous. We're down to number five, which is my favorite. This is my go-to. This would be my number one, which is 0% APR offers on credit cards. Many credit cards offer an introductory offer of 0% on balance transfer for limited time after opening the card. They, while they still may be subject to balance transfer fees, typical 3 to 5% of the balance being consolidated, they often offer 0% introductory periods between 12 and 18 months to not worry about the balance accruing any additional interest. Why I love this? Because, yes, in situations where I know that, hey, this month may catch me, I may not make as much money from work, whatever the case may be, and I'm not going to be able to pay my card off in full, I have a way in which to avoid paying interest. Yes, there's a fee, so you have to outweigh, does the fee that they charge outweigh um, the savings? In most cases for me, it does, but this is a way then, and then I can still like treat it like a loan almost when I do transfer it and make equal installment payments between when I'm being offered 0% interest. Because if you don't, whatever you don't pay in full, it's subject to then being charged interest after the introductory period, which I like to call the teaser period. Um, so I think this is a great way that I've used, not only just for cons- debt consolidation, for, for renovations, for emergencies, things that I need, I could put it on a zero interest credit card. The downside to balance transfer credit cards are that the credit limit given and being limited to only into a period of time. And was what I tell people again, you have to have the discipline to know that this teaser rate, 0%, is going to end soon. And you don't want to wait till the end and you're like, oh, I'm going to make a big bulk payment. I've only been paying minimum payments and now I have thousands of dollars to pay at the end and I can't afford to. You know, I, for some people, spreading p- payments over a longer period of time would be more beneficial, but it requires paying a little interest, paying the minimum. It recommended that you have good credit and you're considering and you are disciplined to make sure you make these payments. But I, it is my favorite. I cannot lie. What do you got for number four, Matt? All right, Sean. This next one, it reminds me of you and fitness regimen. For those who don't know, Sean rides his bike all over the city, runs all around Manhattan and Brooklyn. And he's he's like, for a man over 65, or I'm not sure how old you are, Sean, but... 67. <laughs> okay. Now, for all the 67-year-olds, I'm not I'm not clowning you guys. I'm Sean. He's not that old yet, but he is seasoned. He's up there. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. But, uh, when, you know, when he's out there running, sometimes he lock up. <laughs> that's just a joke, folks. Oh, he lock up. I get it. Oh, my God. That is such <laughs> a horrible joke. Was he that horrible? <laughs> he lock up. <laughs> okay, man. There all you right, go. You once in a lifetime joke. You had to get it out. <laughs> all right, people. Yeah, I, I, just, I think it's corny, but you know it's, it's creative. Okay, I'll give you that much. All right, people, I was just cracking. There's just too much my... intro to that joke, but it's good. It's good. It's all right, I, I agree. The f- number four on our list is is a second mortgage, or known as a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit, which was my joke HELOC because Sean locks up. But anyway, oh, I'm joking. So let me get into the seriousness. If your home has appreciated in value over time or the balance has been paid down a fair amount, using your home could be a way to consolidate your debts. You take out a mortgage using a HELOC or a home equity line of credit, and that's effectively using your home as collateral in order to pay off other debts. So since there's an underlying asset for these loans, the rate is often lower than what you would get with a personal loan, making either the monthly payments smaller and avoiding higher interest rates with the other methods. So lower interest rates 
may give you the ability to pay down the balances more quickly, and there could be additional mortgage-related expenses in taking this route. So a direct inquiry to your lender is a must. Um, there may be tax impl implications with a second mortgage or a HELOC as well, so you got to look into that and research that. Sean, when you're not locking up running, tell me what you think about a HELOC. Uh, home equity line of credit can be good. I said using the equity from your home, but you got to be mindful of what the interest rates are. I don't think in this current market, maybe that's favorable because the interest rates are very high right now, but it's something that, yes, can be used and using your equity, but you want to kind of value your equity in your home and don't abuse it. You know, I don't, I'm not a fan of like paying off personal debt with the equity from my home. I would have tried to avoid it, but it is an option if you're in a situation of somewhat desperation, but it wouldn't be Sean Linda's first option, but Yes, I like to use my home, my equity to do things as growing myself, buying another property, maybe paying for my kids' education, not to necessarily pay it off bad choices on credit cards. But if that's your option out there, it's one of those that can be used. Well, before, to be we on, before we move on to option number three, I think we need to take a commercial break, Sean. So let's uh, pay some bills. And everybody stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit as we break down seven ways to consolidate credit card debt. So keep it locked. Black Guys! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Black Guys! Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. And just want to go off script real quick and shout out our brother, Arlington Forbes, rest in peace. Just thinking about him earlier today. And for those longtime listeners of this show, you know, as a part of the Two Black Guys family, he is one of the originators and founders of this show. And he is our bro. Uh, and we recently uh, 
having a birthday, uh, uh, a blessed birthday to my boy Arlington Forbes. So I just want to shout him out for anybody listening. You know, we love Arlington. So Arlington Forbes, born 1028, 1968. He would have been 55 years old on October 28th. Shout out to you, Arlington. Happy heavenly birthday to you, man. We miss and love you dearly, bro. Absolutely. All right. So now that we're back from commercial break, Sean, I'm going to pass it to you to give us tip number three in our seven ways to consolidate credit card debt show. Number three, Matt, 401k loan. And that's basically withdrawing money from your 401k account and using it to pay off your, your debt. Take out a loan against your employee-sponsored 401k or your personal IRA is a way of getting a lower rate than a, than a personal loan, and generally this strategy can help approve, help your overall credit profile. Taking out a loan from your 401k doesn't require a credit check, so it shouldn't affect your credit score or require credit of any specific level. Meanwhile, the debts you pay off with a loan, you may help improve your credit rating over time. Just understand that leveraging your 401k reduces your retirement fund, and it could be hefty fees, maybe, if you're unable to pay back the loan. The payback time may also be accelerated if you were only if you were to lose or change jobs. So I like this option in the sense that if once again all this requires discipline because if you you can borrow from your 401k, pay yourself back with interest, and then once you pay yourself back, it's like you've never taken out a loan at all. You know, and even like with the IRA, you can even withdraw. It's called an indirect rollover. Where I don't have time to go through the whole show, but you can Google and check it with the IRA, meaning that you can take out money as long as you roll it back in within 60 days you're not going to have any um, tax implications with it. So these are ways in which you have some debt, credit card debt or loaning you can pay out quickly. You can borrow and pay yourself back. So I think this is like my option number two, to be honestly, behind 0% interest. Once again, if you have the discipline, if you know you don't have the discipline to pay it back, then you're going to pay hefty penalties, early distribution fees, and all sorts of things. So be mindful of that. But if once again, I think it's a great option if you use it wisely. And that was option number three. Yes, sir. Okay. The number two, and again, these are in no particular order, just the order that we've laid them out. None of these are stronger or better than others. It's all a personal choice. But in our seven ways to consolidate your credit card debt, option number two is peer-to-peer lending. Uh, to me, this reminds me of you know the, the crowdfunding or crowdsourcing you know, wave of, of, of recent years where people are, are finding regular folks who are willing to invest in a project or in something they believe in. Well, peer-to-peer lending is another way to access funds for a consolidation loan, a marketplace lending platform. It brings together those seeking loans with those willing to invest. The idea is to create a win-win situation. The borrowing to consolidate debts into one easy monthly payment and an investor seeking a steady and worthwhile return on an investment. What do you think of peer-to-peer lending, Sean? I think it comes down to the rate. I don't think it's a bad idea. If the rates are favorable and you know you think in the, and it's cheaper than the bank or any other source, then yeah, I say why not? I say why not? The platforms out there are built for that, and it's just another way in which to get the financing that you need to get yourself out of a, maybe a, a high credit card debt situation. The, way, the, the rule is to get yourself out of paying those high interest rates. So if this works and it's going to make your payments cheaper, then I say why not? So do your, do your research on this one, people, but it is another option. So, Sean, I pass it back to you for our number one tip. Not number one, just our final tip. Let's call it our final tip because it's definitely not my number one. I found it I found it odd when I researched and found it, but it's I've never used it. I've never even thought about it. It's equity owned in vehicles, Matt. If you have a vehicle that's paid off or has a low balance and 
in comparison to what it's worth, this could be an interesting this could be an interesting route to take. Take out a loan against your vehicle as collateral. Would only allow you to pay down your creditors creditors in this situation, you gain the ability to receive an auto loan rate, which is typically much lower than an unsecured personal loan. The downsides here would be a limitation of the loan being capped at the value of the vehicle. Also, in carrying an auto loan, most lenders require full auto insurance coverage on the vehicle, so you can't just have one way, which can increase the monthly expense if you're usually carrying only personal liability and one-way insurance. This, that said, this is another way to leverage an asset to obtain a lower rate. So, you know, I actually think it's an interesting way and good idea because, you know, a car could just be an asset sitting out there that you're not taking advantage of. And if you have credit card debt and so forth in your car, there's no balance on it. Maybe getting an auto loan at a cheaper rate could help you out of your situation. So I don't think it's a bad idea. I thought it, I thought it was very creative. All right, people. So let me run this back for those. Uh, if you didn't have your pen and paper out, we just broke down our seven tips on consolidating credit card debt. Again, these were not in any particular order, but it was number seven was personal loans. Uh, number six was debt consolidation programs. Number five was 0% APR offers on credit cards. Number four was taking out a second mortgage or also known as a HELOC. Shout out to Sean's muscles. Number three, a 401k loan. Number two was peer-to-peer lending. And number one, again, number one in the order in which we read them, not necessarily saying it's the number one uh, tip, but the, and the number one on the list was equity and owned vehicles. Right. So what does all this mean, Matt? Let's sum it up. What's the takeaway? I mean, the takeaway is, as the name of our show talks about good credit, two black guys with good credit, um, part of keeping and maintaining good credit is keeping uh, keeping your debt ratio, keeping your debt at a manageable level. So if your debt, your credit card debt is getting out of line or out of hand and too much, then you need to get that under control. So we're just looking out, trying to give you some tips you can't, you don't just do drowned in it. Don't just sit there thinking there's nothing you can do if the debt's getting out of hand. Here's some right. tips for you to consolidate that debt and to get your, your credit back under control. Right. Don't think that the world has ended and there's no way out of it. This is really what we're doing to you in terms of drowning. We are throwing you a life jacket and giving you many different types of life jacket and options that you can choose from. So if you're with, struggling with your credit card debt way, there is a way out. There's a way that you can get out conventionally and, and kind of free yourself up. But the point of this whole show that Matt is saying, too, is that even though we can find a way to get you out of it, you can find your way back into it if you don't bring on new practices and have discipline. So also, I would, said, oh, I would just not to cut you off, but I would add that not to shout out any one particular website or credit uh, score uh, there, there's there's websites that'll manage your, and tell you your credit score, like a, if it's going up or down, or you can track it. And a lot of those websites or apps also will provide offers for for debt consolidation. So you, if you're Absolutely. looking for places to to source those offers, some there's websites out there, finance websites, where you can just go on Google it and find different options of that's out there for you. That's, you know, so basically my overall arching point is do your research and find out what's the best option for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great point. It's a great show. I'm happy we did it. I agree. And uh, I guess in signing off, like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And that applies to your, your credit card debt. So if it's too much, 
take one of these tips or, or research additional tips, but reach out for a lifeline and get that, that credit card debt under control. For two black guys with good credit, I'm Matt Smith, and I'm out. For two black guys with good credit, I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. Your money is your money, keeping your damn pocket people, and I'm out. Peace. Black guys. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.